Aries, whatever you choose this month has the potential to multiply. So choose wisely. The spiritual advice card that fell out for you for the month of January 2022 is the Four of Clubs. The first thing that came to mind with this Four of Clubs for you, Aries, is that you are in a process where you are really considering making some powerful choices for this year. The Venus retrograde in particular for you has the potential to either make the best choice, to multiply, to go after the things that you really, really want, or the Four of Clubs says, if you don't take the time to make a wise choice for yourself on what it is that you're really wanting to create or live or feel this year, then those choices will impact the rest of this year. So this is your spiritual advice card for this month. Welcome to Uprise Astrology Podcast and today's episode. Today, we are going to be focusing on two very important transits, in my opinion, that are going to really shape the month of January 2022. The first thing we're going to look at in today's episode is the powerful full moon in Cancer that it is going to be unfolding at 27 degrees. And then we will also take a look at the Venus retrograde that is coming to an end on January 29th. It is stationing at 11 degrees to start to go direct. And what does all of that mean? We're going to take a look at the chart. I'm also pulling a tarot reading at the very end to see what this month is going to bring to you. My intention is to cut through the noise and bring you the most important messages so that you are prepared. Let's dive into this reading and pull up the charts. All right, Aries. So we're going to dive into your chart. Where is this full moon in cancer unfolding for you. First, I want to mention to you the themes of this full moon. The themes of this full moon are all about engaging and wanting to move forward because we feel very strongly that we have to take our life in a certain direction. It's a very initiating full moon, actually. The themes around this full moon are going to be around protection. They are going to be about being maybe overly emotional, but in the right kind of a way, feeling very passionate about where we want to take our life. And it's also a moon that is going to bring us a bit of this cautious sort of energy, a cautious vibe, even though we are very gung-ho about moving things forward, we're wanting to navigate the next steps in a more cautious way. Now for you, this moon is unfolding between your 10th house, the house of career and reputation, the house of deliberate action, and the fourth house, which is the house of our emotional comfort, the house of home and family. And sometimes this can also really talk about focusing on uh, anything within the home. So any kind of comfort within the home or working out of the house. So for you, these are the houses where the full moon is unfolding. And for a lot of you, what I'm seeing is, is that there is a moment here where you guys are going to have a very powerful pull to break through in any kind of matter or anything that really matters to you in regards to your home and career life. You are working out these two aspects a lot. There's something within the home life that could come up to this climax now where you're starting to realize that you need to stand up. You need to be in command of your life and you have to sort of bring all of your power back online. There could be this push towards that. The reason I say power back online is because of two things things. What I'm observing is, is that this 
full moon, obviously it's going to be at 27 degrees. So number 27 is a really powerful number. And here's the reason why. The number two, it is a moon ruled number. It is all about in the way in which we're reflecting. And it's a very powerful time of reflection because the seven is with the two. The seven is a number that is our intuition. It goes deep into the depth of who we are, our soul and spirit. And so when we put the two and seven together, it adds up to the nine. And the nine is a very headstrong number. So here we see that we feel very headstrong for you in the field of career, in the field of your home life as well. There is a breakthrough of some sort that is going to be happening this week between these two. There could be also a new comfort zone that is sort of arising here based on you realizing and making some epiphanies around what it is in your life that you're wanting to protect and where you need to stand back up for your needs and for yourself. Now, at the time when this full moon is happening, Pluto is with the sun. And this is a very powerful combination. Anytime Pluto joins any of the planets, it's a, it's a very um, powerful um, combination. And we think of the word catharsis here with the sun and the moon being together. So for you, there is a sense of coming back home. There is a sense of being ready to work on this new goal now, whatever this new goal is. So up until this point, there could have been a little bit of this confusion in regards to what the next steps are. And so here's the first sort of picture into what the vision will be. But there's more stuff that's happening. And that is the big event, the very next day after the full moon is going to be that the sun is going to be making a trine to the North Node. And this is when the North Nodes will have switched signs. So if you're new to astrology, the North Nodes have been in the sign of Gemini and Sagittarius for the last 18 months. That's how long they stay there. And so now they are switching signs. So this is a really big event. The North Nodes, they really provide for us sort of a theme or a energy that we are going to be working through every 18 months. I will explain the North Nodes in another video a little bit more in detail, but what I want to recap real quick for you guys is where has this North Node in Gemini Sagittarius been unfolding for you and what is next, right? So you had your North Node in the third house. The North Node in Gemini in the third house is a time where you're really working on your mindset. You're looking at the way in which perhaps you're even talking to yourself. You're looking at intellectual um, engagement, anything that has to do with writing, anything that has to do with working with smaller groups of people. And it could also be as simple as you really working out what kind of environment you like to be in. Because the third house really speaks to the community that you are a part of, but on a smaller scale. Now, the South Node has been for you in the ninth house. The South Node in the ninth house has been recentering your beliefs in regards to what you want in your environment, how you talk to yourself, what are your beliefs, how do they fuel your day to day living. And so there's been a lot of work that you have been undoing and redoing when it comes to these two houses. 
So this is now going to switch into a different story. The story is now going to move between your second house, the house of money and finances, and your eighth house. So the North Node is switching into the second house, and the South Node is switching into the eighth house. The second house, again, is the house of money, finances, possessions. This is the house of simply looking at anything that we define as worth and how does that look out in the external, right? Like when it comes to money, when it comes to how we manifest things in our life, what is the worth behind those things? That's the second house. Now the eighth house is the house of psychology. It's the house of mystery. It is also the house of intimacy and any kind of commitment that we have to other people. So the concentration here for you guys is going to be switching over the next 18 months. You're going to be working through these subjects and through these themes that we just mentioned. And in particular, what I'm seeing for this North Node and South Node switch is that the themes are going to be about determination, a new sense of security and safety that is for you in the second house with the north node in taurus and then in the south node you are going to really take a look or a deeper dive into your intuition and then where in your life you are really trying to be more adamant you're trying to be um, persistent and there's sort of different ways in which you are going to be defining your commitment to other people. And it's going to be based on your intuition and what you feel that you're being drawn to or magnetism. The word magnetism comes up when we think of the South Node in Scorpio. So let's recap real quick. The day after the full moon, the sun in Capricorn that has been for you in the 10th house is going to be forming a trine to the North Node in the second house. So this is when you start to realize that the story of your life is now beginning to change. When it comes to finances, the vision you have around that and the future you're trying to build with this. Now, there is a little bit of a surprising element to all of this. And what is that about? And why is it surprising? The reason it's surprising is because you do have Uranus in the second house. Uranus is the planet that is a representation of where we're trying to reach a bit higher, where we're trying to do things a little different, but we're thinking outside of the box. And so there is a surprising element here to a new approach when it comes to your finances, when it comes to your self-worth. And this is going to become very evident. And this is going to also lead to a new masterpiece of your life, which you're going to be working on for a while. It's not going to happen overnight, but these are the first sort of epiphanies that are starting to come through that this year might be very different than what you actually thought it would be. And it comes as a good surprise. So these are some of the themes that this full moon comes with. Now, the next thing that I do want to cover for you guys is the Venus retrograde that we have been going through. And I think a lot of people are feeling this Venus retrograde at this time. There is a sense of um, seriousness behind this uh, Venus um, retrograde in Capricorn. And I want to recap real quick. Venus has entered Capricorn on November 5th. That is when we started to work on the themes of what does our desire and long-term goal really look like? And is it sustainable? 
is it something that we desire or not? Now, we've been taking a look at this since then, and on December 19th, Venus stationed to retrograde at 26 degrees. So perhaps up until then, we thought that our life was going to go in a particular way, or our path and our goals were going to go in a particular way, something that we were familiar with. But this particular Venus retrograde has been going through your 10th house. This is the house of your career, your public reputation, your leadership. And it's also the house in a sense of administration or organizations that you are a part of or that you're working for that means something to you. And that is part of your legacy and where the morals are aligned. That is the 10th house. Now, Venus retrograding here, you could be going through this period where you now are starting to realize that certain goals that you had are no longer valid. Certain desires that you had are no longer valid. And there's two other keywords that come to mind with this Venus retrograde in Capricorn. And that is how are you spending your time and what is the value of your time? And then also, how does this really impact your body, right? Like your body, your time, your entire being from head to toe. When we think of Venus, we can also think of the bodily experience, right? And so this is all encompassing within this um, Venus retrograde at this time. So here, Venus will now retrograde all the way until 11 degrees, and then it will start to move forward. So what I'm predicting here is that for a lot of you, you are going to be in this place where you're going to start to have a completely different point of view about your legacy and what it is that you want to do and what you want to be known for when it comes to your career or your position, when it comes to taking actions and how you're interacting with the world, there is a change that is starting to begin. This is a beginning an ending to an old version of what career should look like and a beginning to a new version of what career should look like. So this is going to um, be a breath of fresh air. That's what I am predicting for you guys here in your 10th house with this Venus retrograde. Now let's move on to your tarot reading. So here are the cards that have already fallen out for you. So the first card we see is the four of clubs. That was the spiritual advice card for the entire month of January 2022. And then we also see the five of cups, the seven of swords, the moon card and the knight of wands. Those are the first cards that fell out. So let's start with the five of cups. The general theme this month is about rethinking how you really feel. Something catches your attention. You start to notice that things feel very different. And the Seven of Swords is sort of an emotional theme in regards to what you want out of your life. You're really rethinking everything. You want something else out of your life. There's stuff that's happening in a lot of your guys' life right now where there's communication that is unfolding that is very brand new, it feels like. And it may not even be related to the changes that you're trying to make. But this is a very particular seven of swords followed by the five of cups. I feel it just leads to some new profound truth that you come up with for yourself, which is what the moon card here is doing. The moon card here basically says that you end up aiming for something very different and it's, it's surprising. 
this surprise has a lot to do with the conversations that you're having and how you actually end up feeling. And there's a lot of sort of hermit moments throughout this month. What I mean by that is you're having a lot of moments where you're kind of taking a step back and rethinking everything. And even in the mornings when you wake up, there's sort of this first sort of thought that enters your mind that is very different. So in general, you're just having a lot of new emotional experiences with yourself. The Knight of Wands is a card that says that this month, no matter what is going on, the best way to support yourself and what the energies are supporting is to dive deeper into the things that you love doing because that is where you actually find the energy, the currency that you're looking for. I also feel like you're going to pick up two very new things that you end up kind of pursuing, whether it's like a workout, whether it is like a a group of people that you're joining, there's some kind of new thing that you are picking up that you're joining. It feels like it's a joining between you and others or between you and another thing that you're doing that becomes now part of your day-to-day. That is uh, surprising and very welcoming as well. I, I feel like it's a, it's a really good thing. Um, and so the energies here are supporting you in that kind of a way. So this month, any new ideas that you have the Knight of Wands right here speaks to the most supportive aspects this entire January for you are to dive into the things that you love. You love about yourself. You love how it feels. You love when it charges you with excitement and it charges you with the things that, you know, make you come alive. But this also requires for you to let go of what you expect of yourself because the expectations are going to be changing. What you expect of yourself now are going to be going through a change. And so there is this realization, I think, when you are diving more into the things that you really like doing, despite of what other people want you to do with them, you don't sacrifice yourself that way anymore. And that is the next position card that we see. The next position card is the King of Pentacles, and the king of pentacles is we have to grow in what we feel is now the sacrifice we're willing to continue to make. So for you, for all of my Aries friends, the sacrifice is to take a look at how you spend your money, especially in partnerships, because there are maybe aspects of how money is being shared between you and specific people in your life. And it just... You're sensing that this aspect of your life has to come to an end. This way in which you're handling this aspect of your life has to come to an end because this is the money situation there isn't working. And you are not free to do what you want to do, maybe. That is sort of the sense that I'm getting behind it, that, that you are not free to do what you want to do because this other person may be expecting for you to support them in a particular way or the expectations don't align. And so a deep dive into what that is like for you with the moon card in the third position, that is what to aim for so that you can truly take a look at what you need to do in order to free yourself from this situation. This is huge for a lot of you because I feel like it's been going on for quite some time and the Knight of Wands is directly underneath that Five of Cups, which means that this is a time where a lot of you are going to be in this place of you just feel you sense the energy is kind of squeezing you to make this change 
And so it's the beginning stages of it. Okay, now the next card that fell out was the Four of Swords. It is so important right now to take a time out between you and the relationships. The ones especially that are um, on your mind in the sense that you may have to spend some more time here. You may have to create a, a different environment for you to, to speak about the things that are important to you. And it cannot be rushed. You cannot rush this aspect right here. It's super important for you guys to know. And then the next two cards that fell out, because there's two more cards that came out with this, is the Two of Wands and the Seven of Cups. The moment you decide, and this is super important for you, the end of January is going to trip you up a little, a little bit because the moment that you decide that you are wanting to take your life in a new connection, you kind of reconnect to the bigger picture of your life by focusing on what the next step is. That is the moment where you start to realize emotionally there's more things that will have to be taken care of. And a part of that confuses you a little bit. Don't let that confuse you. Stick to the plan. Uh, even if you don't know exactly all the specifics, don't worry about it because every single month this year is going to support you in the sense that you're going to be able to come back home to a sense of you, coming back to a sense of like, okay, I'm ready to go after this goal now. I'm ready to um, do things a little bit different now in my life is in particular for your career and then the money situation um, or your commitments to other people. But then at the same time, you may not know all of the details and that's okay because they are to be discovered. So this is what I'm seeing. That's a wrap on today's episode. I hope that you liked this video. I hope that it provided you the guidance that you need in order to navigate through this month. Thank you so much for being here. I would love to stay connected to you, so be sure to subscribe. You can also follow me on Instagram or TikTok at Uprise Astrology Podcast, and I will see you here in the next episode.